Hello, and welcome to another Thought Bubble commentary track. Uh, we were going to do X-Men for this episode, but then New Mutants uh, decided it didn't want to come out in April anymore. So instead, we're watching Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer to tie into, like, Empire that's coming out this month. Because, you know, Fantastic Four is a part of that, and there's, like, a lot of space stuff going on. And this movie's bad, and that'll probably be bad. So, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. So, um, if you would like to watch along with us, uh, this film is currently streaming on uh, Fubo TV. Uh, but you probably don't have that. So, if you don't, you can, you know, get your own personal copy, rent or buy it from pretty much any of the distributors, or with a physical copy. So... Without further ado, we are going to hop into this film in three, two, one, go. Okay, there we go. So, this film uh, is the sequel to the 2005 Fantastic Four film. It is currently the only Fantastic Four sequel to exist. Um... And it is based on what has been dubbed the Galactus Trilogy, which was made up of issues uh, 48 through 50 of the original Fantastic Four run. Um, it's also based on issues uh, 57 through 60, and all of these issues uh, were written by Stan Lee. Uh, but another inspiration on this was the Ultimate Universe's Ultimate Extinction limited series, which was written by Warren Ellis. Now, one thing that's interesting with that to me is that that was published in, like, 2006, and this movie came out in 2007. So, like, that's a pretty quick turnaround to mm-hmm. incorporate pieces into an adaptation. Now, here we see something that they decided to call Galactus for this film, but decidedly is not Galactus. Um, mm. This is a space cloud. Um... Last I checked, Galactus is not a space cloud. Now, I have not seen this film in a very long time. So, oh, I, that there goes Silver Surfer, I assume. I've not seen this film in at least five years now. I think I rewatched it when Fantastic Four 2015 came out because that movie was so bad. And I was like, well, I want to watch a better Fantastic Four movie. And so I rewatched uh, this duology. And you know what? Say what you will about these films. Uh, I will probably agree with you. They are bad movies, but at least they knew how to have fun. Sometimes. Especially, especially the the first one. So. I'll be honest. I remember thinking that this movie was fun when I was little. Mm. I remember having a Happy Meal toy of human torch when he's like absorbed all of the powers like near the end of the movie spoiler alert mm. that's that's part of that's part of the uh the, the plot here is for some reason human torch starts taking powers i don't remember why but we'll watch the movie so hopefully they actually explain it uh, we got some some japanese people
looks like all the water froze over. Now we're in Egypt. I don't really understand why snow is coming with. That doesn't make know. any sense. Science. Science. It's snowing in Egypt now because the Silver Surfer went over it. That's not like a thing. That's not a thing about the Silver Surfer. It never has been. Well, it is now. The power outage, I can kind of understand, I guess. It is now because the movie said so. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, thing dust? Okay. You know what? I'll say this. Chris Evans was a great choice to play Human Torch. But it is also surprising seeing him go from this to being Captain America. They're very different characters, but he plays both so well. These versions of the this is very character. Much. These versions of the What's characters that? just feel so watered down. Yeah, um, it's very much a two thousands uh, yeah. superhero movie. <laughs> I just think it like every decade has their own like little signature way that the that superhero movies work. And I'm really wondering, you know, what we're going to say is the defining characteristics of a, of a 2020s superhero movie, you know? Hmm. There's a laugh. I think I think they got Human Torch right here. Now I haven't read too much Fantastic Four, so I don't know. But I think out of out of all four of them, Johnny is the one they've they've done the best on. I don't know if you would agree as someone who is more into Fantastic Four than than I am, but well, they they all feel a bit off, but like. I don't know. He he doesn't bother me too much. <laughs> oh, Fantastic Four confirmed for Smash Brothers, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I love how techno babbly this lab looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think there's no way we're wearing that, Johnny. <laughs> what do I have against capitalism? Several things. Ew. Ugh. That looks very <laughs> uncomfortable. I really hope uh, when that Miss Marvel show comes around. This that, is why I'm worried. <laughs> that they do a better job than this did. I will give the Fantastic Four 2015 movie that. The, the Reed's stretching doesn't look as uncomfortable to see. Speaking of Reed, I cannot believe I completely forgot to mention when we were recording our main episode earlier um, that about Reed in Ghost Spider. Yeah. I completely forgot to mention that. I really liked that interpretation of the character. I thought that was really cool. Uh, but let's, let's stay on topic here. <laughs> but I, I, I'm surprised I forgot to bring that up. You see, the, the these interpretations of the characters just don't feel like family. Hmm. At least I feel that way. I think maybe they're not as connected as they should be, but I don't think they feel like... They certainly don't feel like strangers. Like, they know each other very well. But not as much as they probably could. I don't know. It feels like they want us to feel like they've known each other for a while, but I just don't really fully buy it if i'm honest mm -hmm. i don't know how to explain how i feel about it it just doesn't feel right i forgot that dr doom comes back in this movie he did too. um yeah yeah it's not a fantastic four movie without dr doom he's literally their only antagonist don't you know apparently <laughs> so um okay first of all i love the things bully uh <laughs> That's great. I actually love that. Um, but what I was trying to say is I don't love Dr. Doom's mask. They just put, like, too much detail into it in this series. Um, not as bad as 2015, <laughs> though. I kind of like how they achieved the things look in this. I mean, yeah, he's a little smaller and scrawnier than he would be in the comics, not as exaggerated. Yeah, but they did a really... It's not... Like, this is all, like, yeah. legit. Like, that's not, like, CGI. Like, that's that, impressive. I, pr I prefer the use of practical effects. It just feels more... feels like there's more heart behind it. Mm-hmm. Especially just at a time when CGI just didn't look as good. Oh my god, it's Raymond Holt. I didn't know... I didn't know this was a Brooklyn Nine-Nine crossover. Um, I didn't know he was in this. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea that... I, I can't remember the actor's name, but... Wow. 
I didn't know he was in this. Haha, <laughs> funny, right? Oh boy. Um, burp joke. How funny. Uh. I actually didn't mind that. I thought that was like a fun use of, of it. It didn't look great, but... It, every time it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Here's the, here's the thing, also. Johnny Storm is probably the, the member of the Fantastic Four I'm most familiar with, just because of his friendship with Spider-Man in the comics. So he's the easiest one for me to compare. Uh, uh yeah, I, I can see that, I suppose. I don't Ugh. know why the thing's teeth are so big. Something that's always bothered me about this, well, both of the movies, is how they handle the women. They kind of just... Like, even Sue being part of the main team feels like she's treated as way less useful. Yeah. And then they do stuff um, like this. Yeah, it's, I mean... 2000s were a time but even then this still feels outdated for them so I don't know just doesn't feel like read at all to me yeah i they didn't okay talking about his look also they didn't do enough gray hair mm -hmm. on him like it's barely noticeable yeah. this is this is also very distracting that this general is uh played by the guy who plays raymond holt in brooklyn 99 because i love that show so I'm just very distracted by his appearance here. And what's really interesting, like this scene right here, this is not a scene that would be happening if this took place in a universe with other superheroes, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they're coming to the Fantastic Four because they're the only superheroes here and they need them. Like, if this were, like, in a full, like, Marvel universe, perhaps, perhaps Reed would be in on this meeting, but they wouldn't be talking to the whole Fantastic Four. They'd be talking to like Reed and Tony Stark and mm -hmm. you know, pro like the Illuminati. They'd be talking to like the Illuminati. 
and it'd be like shield coming in. Johnny definitely wouldn't be here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, um, Ben Grimm was part of Shield at one point, but I don't think that was when this was happening. Yeah, I don't know. really does bother me how they characterize Reed. He just feels like a completely different character here. Maybe that's just... That's that's very fair. I, I, I'm not familiar enough. I haven't read too many Fantastic Four comics. Um, Sue bothers me as well, but, like, she's she's hardly she feels... a character in this, so... That's, that's the problem. She feels so flat. And that 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 is the mm -hmm. problem. <laughs> I don't hate how they handled the other two. These two. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Like she very much just her personality in this movie is mm -hmm. woman. I forgot how. I feel like I, based on what I remember though, I feel like they did like an okay job in the first one. Eh. They just really messed her up in this one. Definitely some yeah. problems for sure, but better than this one at least. forgot how directionless this movie seems yeah they're juggling a lot here mm -hmm. I, it's just kind of wholesome to see it with ben in a sweater like this yeah i yeah the sweater the bowling shirt he was wearing earlier like i actually really like it No product placement there. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I like know. the joke, too. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's yeah. not there. <laughs> like, you can make a joke out of it all you want, but it mm -hmm. still exists. Did you see that kid dressed up as the Human Torch? <laughs> yeah, I kind of really <laughs> like that. That was probably, like, one of the actual Halloween costumes it looks like put it. for, like, the first movie. See, like, he and Sue definitely don't seem like siblings. Like, I don't, I don't feel a sibling chemistry between the storms. 
Mm. Yeah. And I suppose, you know what? That is based on my remembering of Fantastic Four 2015, which I only saw once and it was on a plane. Um, I think Stan. they might have done a better job. It's Stan Lee, it is. For some reason I thought this was at the end of the movie, but no, it's... And he plays himself mm-hmm. when this came out. I, uh, I like that one. That's good. That's a good one. That's that's a really good cameo for him. I mean, the Fantastic Four was like the first big thing that like started all the the, the whole Marvel six one six and everything. And yeah, that's that's him. I think I think that was I think that was a good Stanley cameo to be our our first one in these commentary tracks. Man, I can't wait for Fantastic Four to get a new writer. (laughs) Maybe if enough people don't buy the the current run. (laughs) Maybe. I, I do plan on buying one of them. I really, I do. I'm very interested in issue 21. Uh, which one was that? Oh my god. That's the one coming up where uh, Spider-Man and Wolverine are joining the team and they get their own suits. Oh, that one. I probably won't read the whole arc for that, but I do want that issue. Uh, I don't know. I kind of want Dan Slott to keep his hands off Spider-Man forever after what he did. Um, but that, that moment a moment ago, that is one thing I appreciate about these two movies is um how they like casually use their powers oh yeah that that's that's like where sue like got rid of a zit by making it invisible like that was cool it's kind of a part of fantastic four so it is nice that they at least managed to do that right on some capacity Mm -hmm. i just i just always like it when superheroes like casually use their powers for normal everyday things yeah I remember thinking this movie was really good while I was younger. (laughs) Every time. Okay, it didn't look that bad then. It was like covered in. I know, but it's still. It's when the it's when you see the skin stretched. It's it's worse with the skin, but it still looks so uncomfortable. Either way. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> They're one of the better Marvel couples in my eyes. Um, I always liked them. I just can't, I cannot get over Ben's teeth here. Okay, oh, I have a shirt. Wake up one morning and find out she's killed her mother. 
I think they also did a good job between with the dynamic between Johnny and Ben. Uh, it could be better, but it, it's good for... They, they at least have the yeah. basics of it down. It, it could definitely be better, but they didn't... They didn't, like, go completely off track yeah. with it. Which I can't believe that, you know, this movie is so bad that I'm praising it for not going completely <laughs> off track. <laughs> but, I mean, the last one we did was Punisher, and that had nothing going <laughs> for it. So, you know, comparing that to this, this is almost a masterpiece. I can't even take it that far. <laughs> Not even, I can't, I still can't say that. I mean, about this. Is, is Doom actually the leader of Latveria in this continuity? I have no idea. Like, that's a really interesting part of him, and I don't remember them touching on it at all in these movies. Yeah, they're just kind of like, oh, Latveria exists. I mean, maybe they do touch on it, but I don't think they do. I think they acknowledge its existence, at least, but, you know. Smash Brothers. Why did that exchange feel so uncomfortable to me? I don't know. It's just bad. <laughs> but at least this movie has characters. Give us an award. We have characters. <laughs> and, a, and a plot. Oh, boy. I mean, but, but it's loose, a very loose loosely. plot at this point. Loose, loose definition yeah. of plot. But tighter than, tighter than the Punisher's definition mm -hmm. of plot. Although I am waiting for us to get to a good movie <laughs> on one of these. Or at least a movie that I think is good. Because there's less that you think mm -hmm. are good, which is <laughs> fine. The, this, I don't know why, but I like that the, the priest guy here. <laughs> He's just like a wholesome dad. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'd rather watch this with this priest guy than these characters that are the focus. Mm. <laughs> Is it too late to give him a spinoff? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say so, <laughs> considering 
that this has been rebooted and then also now is going to be absorbed into the MCU, uh, which would then be another reboot. So <laughs> I'm going to say it's too late. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring him back for the MCU, please. <laughs> we need to do Secret Wars in the MCU just so we can bring this guy back from this universe. Watch me be like literally the only person who remembers this character. <laughs> yeah, that I don't know what was up with that the choreography. That was so bad. <laughs> oh come on. She's blind. She's not... She doesn't have no feeling. She would have known that was coming. Yeah. She would have felt like the wind gusts at very least yeah. heard that there's... She would have heard it, yeah. Wow, I wonder if anyone working on this movie knew what it was like to be blind. Anything no. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that MetLife building, that's right where Avengers Towers Avengers Tower would be if this was in the MCU. But the MCU didn't even exist yet when this came out. That's weird to think about. I mean it was only a year away, but still. In the Ultimate Spider-Man game, I thought it was really cool that they included the Sanctum Sanctorum in the as location of the game. Yeah, also that's... in Spider-Man PS4, they did that. Spider-Man PS4 has a lot of cool stuff. There's Avengers Tower, the Sanctum Sanctorum. Uh, you might either you kind of have to look to find it, but uh, Nelson and Murdoch. The, there's there's the Nelson and Murdoch offices. Time to end this. Statue of <laughs> Silver Surfer. They could have done them a lot better. Oh, absolutely. In more ways than one. I think. So, I think when Silver Surfer joins the MCU, um, it should be Keanu Reeves. I think Keanu Reeves would be a great Silver Surfer, but. That'd be distracting. Keanu Reeves is like. Keanu Reeves is a big star, so we'd probably only want to do one movie, so if he is involved if, in MCU, he'll probably be a villain. If they take another crack at him in, 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 in film, they need to, like, he's a character that tends to be very philosophy-heavy, and they kind of need to focus on that side of the character, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I, I heard, there's a rumor going around that Rami Malek was being considered for the role of Silver Surfer. I don't think they've even, like, started considering anyone for Silver Surfer yet. Um, but I, I think Rami Malek could do okay. I'd like to see Rami Malek be Nightcrawler in X-Men, though. 
again, as long as they characterize him right and have him go through, like, some... He needs to be very reflective and subject to, like, some sort of philosophical thing. Because that's just basically, like, a lot of what his series was, I'd say. That's what makes him so interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like this movie in some ways is a little bit ashamed of the comic booky part of it. Oh yeah, of course it is. It's a two thousand superhero I, movie. You I don't me? I don't like that. <laughs> you kidding me? That's that's what two thousand superhero movies were. They didn't like the comic book part of it. They tried to be so like realistic and I blame Blade and X Men for that. As good as they are, or at least X Men, I haven't seen Blade. Um Like Spider-Man, the Spider-Man trilogy was was fine with being comic booking, but even then, ew, ew. Oh no, I do not like that at all. CGI is not good enough at this point in time to do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, so bad. She was just not a great choice in actress for Sue either, I don't think. No matter how good of a choice of an actress they got, they still give her garbage dialogue, so. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even if they got a but better choice. It doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Help. Oh, it's, the Silver Surfer is why. Like, because he. I don't know. Silver Surfer, like, passed some cosmic something onto them. That's why they swapped powers, I think. Is this Surfer Boy? Oh, it's not a... It's not a Fantastic Four movie if Sue doesn't have to get naked at some point. They did it in the first one, and they do it in this one. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I don't know. This was. I remember this being the part of the movie I liked most. With the with the power swapping. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ha ha. Because 
uh, bad writing. That's why, Sue. So. It's a shame she's not being handled well in the comics right now either. <laughs> he tends to be the one that gets the short end of the stick. Yeah. It's just the hair makes it look really mm -hmm. weird. Why is this giving me live action Scooby Doo vibes right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. That's what we should all be doing right now is keeping our distance from people. Who knew? Who knew? You know, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. You know, they were on to something. Cautionary tale ahead of its time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It still feels like absolutely nothing is happening. <laughs> yeah, it's just ha everything is happening so slowly. It feels like there's... It's like they didn't have enough to fill a movie. <laughs> Ignore it, Reed. There's no getting away from it. I honestly don't feel like there's marriage chemistry between these characters. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't like, feel right. It's just yeah. So apparently, like, the power swapping is supposed to be based on, like, a, an arc where Doctor Doom was able to, like, steal their powers. Or something like that. Oh. That's what they're trying to do? Yeah. I don't... But, like, Doctor Doom isn't a part yeah, of that. Yeah, they're not, they're not handling it so, well. So, like, I don't understand... So they're probably so it was probably just like vaguely inspired mm -hmm. by that. Oh, 
Oh, look, it's our boy, Dr. Dank. Oh. And the silver skater. I, I, you know what? I will give this movie this. I'm surprised at, like, how well the Silver Surfer CGI, like, held up. Like, it's not as bad as it could be. It's, it's, it's still not great, yeah, but... It's not great, It could be worse. It's pretty good for the time, I'm, I gotta say. Especially when you see, like, Human Torch within the same mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> I know. I love that comically huge, like, <laughs> weightlifting set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, is that Hydro Thunder, the arcade game? Uh, it might be. We're not holding it there long enough. I used to love playing that in some local arcade place that used to have it. Hmm. Have you ever played Hydro Thunder? I have not heard of it before. It's a uh, it's a racing game, but it's like turbos boats instead. Oh, okay. It's really stupid, but it's really fun. Hmm. What about the craters? What about the craters? Let's just put some math equations on the screen and then we'll figure it out. Not read Richards without techno babble. don't he was describing a location with time i don't think that's you know at one point i remember kind of wishing that they had a third one with she hulk on the team but like now i'm glad they didn't <laughs> i did i don't want to uh, there's no way they, they could have because universal would have had those rights but like i'm glad they didn't because they wouldn't have done her justice at all <laughs> Oh, you should have told us. Like, when? When? They just had a conversation about it themselves. They hadn't decided. They still weren't even firm in that decision. It's just... It's fake conflict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that that's not a conflict that would happen in real life. Unless everyone was just jerks. I hate to break it to you, but we do live in a world of jerks. No, yeah, I, I'm like, not saying you're wrong. They're not supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> because, you know, they're a uh-huh. family. Supposedly. I'm not buying Supposedly. it in this movie. <laughs> yeah, me neither. 
I do like the suits for this movie. They did a good job on the on the suits in these two movies. Oh, they're all right. Not my favorites, but they work. And Reed's stretching definitely looks at its best when he's fully suited up. It looks less bad. It's the least, <laughs> the least bothering. I don't know why would that just look really funny. The weird like shot of him turning around. Yeah. I don't understand what just happened. Um, he accidentally touched. Reed's that looked arm. deliberate, though. Yeah, very much. Like that could have easily been avoided if he flew mm -hmm. around the eye. Why does her suit have heels in it? It does. Yeah. I'll be real. I have not been paying enough attention to her suit. To... Well, I only noticed when they just showed her feet a little Did bit. Did they? Yeah. She was, like, stepping back, and she was about to fall off, so she had to make another force field or whatever. Oh, oh, no, no. Oh, I really don't like that. It's a shame, because Comic Sue can be so cool, and then here she's just girl. Like, that that's the depth of her character here. Oh god, the, I don't know if you noticed, but them panning back from the shot, and then clearly this is like a CGI rec recreation, um, they didn't line up the, the camera movements properly between the two shots that they were imposing on each other. I didn't notice. Yeah, it was, it was awkward. That feels like it should be a very easy thing to do, especially when one of them is fully CGI. Mm -hmm. Oh, hello, Doomy. Always nice to see Dr. Dank. Remember Mole Man? Of course you don't. No, he doesn't exist. The Fantastic Four doesn't have any rogues. They, they only Doctor have Doom. one villain, and his name is Doom. I swear, when the MCU brings in the Fantastic Four, they shouldn't even do Doom in the first movie. Like, save him for the second movie. Cause, especially just because I don't want... I don't want them to balance Doctor Doom with the MCU's with the with the Fantastic Four's origin. Mm -hmm. Do those separately. <laughs> That's too much to do at once. Yeah. Speaking of Mole Man, I remember there was he showed up in that. Do you remember Superhero Squad show? <laughs> I do. I've watched every episode really? of that show. 
Mm-hmm. I've seen that entire. I show. keep remembering there is an episode where Mole Man like gets giant calves for some reason and uses them for like super speed or something weird. I can't say I recall that episode. I remember this happening. <laughs> I remember liking the show though, like surprisingly. Like I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. There were a lot of weird moments in the show. So, like, I don't blame you for not remembering one of them, but for whatever reason, that mm. one that one just weirded me out too much. I do remember the one where uh, Modoc like, fell in love with Miss Marvel or whatever, and this was Carol Danvers, uh, before she ever became Captain Marvel. Um, that's how old that show is, wow. Um, he, I think he fell in love with her, and... The, the K in Modoc stood for kissing. <laughs> when he was like oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't know. I remember there was an episode with, like, Beta Ray Bill, but he was, like, a space janitor. Something. Oh. I think, I think that's how they dealt with him. Pay for what? Like, it looks fine. It may have got, like, a... Look, that looks... The dartboard looks fine. What does he need to pay for? I don't know. Oh, the drink. The drink that he poured on it. That's what he was saying. Kind of bothers me a little whenever <laughs> someone says, "Oh, this is the best Fantastic Four movie because the characters and their dynamics are completely different than the Fantastic Four." There's obviously influence, but See, that's, that's a nice moment yeah. between the two of them. Like, it shows that, like, you know, they get on each other's nerves all the time and they mess with each other, but, like, when it comes down to it, they still care about each other. I like the moment. That's, that's just a really good dynamic. I like the moment, but, like, it still is really not helping the movie feel any more like it has a direction it's going in. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like they just took, like, it's like they Frankensteined this out of three different movies. Yeah. I can't confirm this, but I think I heard that there was some, some degree of uh, studio interference heavily towards, like, at least part of the production. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Based on how bad it was uh, with the 2015 movie, Mm -hmm. to where the director, like, is like, I hate this movie. I, like, this is not, this is not my Fantastic Four movie. Um, I don't know if you read 
I don't know if you read the director. The director like joined Letterboxd recently, and one of his first reviews was of his own Fantastic Four movie, the one from 2015. Mm. And it is scathing. Like, you can really see how he feels about it. I still think it's funny how they were like, yeah, this is going to be part of the X-Men universe. We're going to we're gonna build our own little cinematic universe with, with our properties we have. And then the day after the movie came out, they were like, no, it's not. This is too bad to, to fit into that universe. I heard that the, um, again, I, I can't confirm this. I, I I heard that the uh, the whole Galactus Cloud thing was like a decision from one of the um, executives, and he wouldn't budge on that. I would believe it. I would I would definitely believe that. I do remember being disappointed going to the theater, thinking I was going to see Galactus, and then like not seeing him at all. And I didn't know how to um, quantify that. So I just, hmm. I was like, surely he'll show up in a sequel. I don't think you should just be walking or I don't think you should be walking around in a towel. Um, I feel like I can could cut out the majority of these scenes and not much would change. Yeah, there's certainly not a lot of action in this movie. It's just a lot of these characters sitting around and talking and not doing anything. But it does. It's, well, that's the thing. It's very, looking at it now, it's very much, it's very TV-like. Like, that's what a lot of TV shows do to save on Mm -hmm. their budget. A lot of the time, characters just sit down and talk about what's going on. But... There, this movie doesn't even have anything going on for them to talk about is the thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> Speaking of TV shows and the Fantastic Four, have you heard of the, um, have you, have you seen the, the, Human, the scene where the Human Torch raps in the 90s cartoon. Oh, I don't think it's so. It's so bad. Some top-tier cringe. And while while the the rap is going on, they recycle a bunch of animation footage, and it's really obvious too. They're, like everything about it's tacky. Hmm. 
Doctor Doom does not feel like a character in these movies, or at least this one. Yeah, I feel I feel like he was all right in the first one, but I I, I haven't seen that one in you know since the last time I saw this one. Like I said, I watched them both back to back. So again, that's probably that's been at least five years since the last time I saw it, so I don't remember it very well. never seen the uh the the 90s fantastic four movie but i'm kind of curious now <laughs> yeah i haven't seen it either no one ever mentions it and i just know it exists and that's the extent of my knowledge <laughs> it's a bear What was the point of that? Uh, I don't. I, don't I think it was supposed to be that. funny. Maybe. He, he made a Yogi Bear reference. It's so hilarious. I remember Yogi Bear. That's crazy. that's a good way to build some tension. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't say completely negative things about this movie, but like him being able to like lean through the force field. Like that's a good, it still bothers me because they, they were already making her feel the most useless in the team. And then they just basically negated part of how she's supposed to be. That is, that's a very fair point. Yeah. I had not thought about that. They always do this. <laughs> I mean, if it weren't if it weren't a problem already, then I wouldn't be so bothered. But you know, oh boy, we gotta show how powerful this guy is mm-hmm. by having him go against military boys. Yeah. I kind of don't like this trope very much. I mean, it can be done well. It's just where it's like, oh, we need to listen to the superheroes, but the military, they know what they're doing, and then they mess yeah, it up. Yeah, there, there's a way to do it right, but, like, this is not it. It's just done the same way yeah. all the time. Like, they don't listen to the person they need to listen to. Oh, 
Oh boy, it's Dr. Dank back at it again. I just, I, why did they take his mask off? I don't know. Like, he's not, he's just not Dr. Doom without the mask. I mean, he... You know, maybe, like, in the first movie, that's fine, but... There's been times where he hasn't had the, the whole mask thing, but, like, still. He shouldn't be. It's like they already had an effort at his iconic look. Yeah. And they took it away. Like, I know. Because he, he doesn't have... If he, like, had his cloak or something yeah, still, it, I might be fine without the mask, but he's got nothing. In an adaptation, I feel like you need to focus on the iconic look, and you, you shouldn't really deviate it too much. And, uh... I mean, it's different if maybe, like, you're in a position where you've done, like, five movies or something, you know? You can change it up for one of them. But... This is the second one. <laughs> It's like Spider-Man, you know, he gets a new suit every movie, and that's fine. Especially when those new suits don't deviate too much from the original. And like, like in Far From Home. Like, he, he, he has that stealth suit, the shield suit, but they're not trying to make that be his look. They make it very clear that this is a deviation within the context of the film, okay. you know? And then at the end, he gets his new suit, which is different because it's uh, black instead of blue, but it's still, it's not, it, it's great. I love that suit. It might be my favorite of his suits in the MCU. Do I not care about any of this that's going on? Like, that, that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. How much time is left in this movie? Too much. Oh, Too boy. much. We still got 30 minutes left. Oh boy. It doesn't even... It feels like been going for too long but it still feels like there's no plot <laughs> that's the thing it's been going too long with nothing yeah. happening that's the problem and the fact that it like pretty much ends like right at an hour 30 that just really drives in the point that they were trying to reach a, you know a time mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, hey, we, she finally gets to do something, maybe. Don't get your hopes up too much. I'm sorry, since when? Can she look through walls? Or was she making part of the wall invisible? Is that what she was doing? Um, she... So, she can... She can touch things and make them invisible with her, and I think that's yeah, what they're trying to do, clear, but they didn't like, handle like, it very well here. Touching it. Mm -hmm. well, of course you couldn't see it. It's invisible. No, that's, there's an outline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
You see, when I was little, I just thought it was cool to see the Silver Surfer on the big screen at all. But now I realize this just isn't him. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at a shiny brick instead. Because, like... There's just yeah. no character really there is this film at all. To have a different actor do, like, be the physical version and also and a different actor for the voice. That seems unnecessary. And this is just so surface level of the surfer's origin. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't go into it very much at all. They just kinda You remind me of her. Feel so she is bland and watered down. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Can we get less time? <laughs> Is that an option? Can he come faster so that this can be done? With the MCU, the Silver Surfer should probably just, like, be a separate property and not be tied to, like, the Fantastic Four or anything. Yeah, I agree. Maybe, like, introduce him in a Fantastic Four movie? That's a possibility. Or show. He... I think a, I think a Disney... He needs a movie... Well he needs a movie or show that's, like, very quiet and very quiet and introspective mm -hmm. i don't know if disney would like that because they have a huge emphasis on humor in the mcu and uh, I, I honestly don't trust them with the I silver think, server i think they've toned down the humor a bit largely for that reason i mean you look at infinity war and endgame you know that's definitely you know definitely toned down a bit as it, they, they, they try to just, they, they definitely go humor heavy in the more outlandish concepts like Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I can, you can find the humor in there easier. Um, but I don't know.
Oh boy. I just what what is what is. <laughs> Why? <laughs> why? Why isn't his cloak green? Like, <laughs> there's just no color. They they don't give you context enough to really see this board as. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's as much of a threat as they want you to feel like it is. <laughs> I kind of like that. Oh, God, don't. Oh, I don't want to see that. Ugh. It's just not, like, it, technology clearly wasn't ready to handle a Fantastic Four film. I would, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, it's just, I'm gonna count this as body horror. A live action Fantastic Four film at this point in time. And hopefully by the time the MCU brings it around. It'll be good. I mean, we've gotten some pretty good. That's the thing. It just looks uncanny because whenever it's not him and it has to switch to the CGI model, it's clearly CGI. That's the problem here. It's just it's too smooth and all that. So hopefully, you know, and they've did a really good job with like Thanos and, and Hulk and stuff. Yeah. These fully CGI characters. So hopefully that can extend into Miss Marvel and also uh, Mr. Fantastic. Like, three things have happened in this movie so far. That's it. <laughs> the we the wedding got stopped by Silver Surfer. They fight the Silver Surfer. Now they've broken the Silver Surfer out. That's all that's happened. Like... No. No, not at all. Not a very thick plot. Look. The thick plot, huh? That's the fantastic car. Why does the? I remember when Marvel was still why is it why refusing is the fantastic to car? publish Dodge. Um. I don't. I don't understand. He made it. Why does Do Why is Dodge involved Product in any placement. way? <laughs> they aren't. <laughs> I remember when Marvel was still uh, refusing to publish Fantastic Four comics that. The guy who was writing the Deadpool comics at the time thought it would be funny to be like, haha, Deadpool has the Fantastic R now because 
Fantastic Four done. Just rub it in, and it was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't. It was just kind of depressing. I definitely remember hearing about that. Because they were like, we don't want to give advertising to Fox for their Fantastic Four movies. And they, I think they were going to do the same thing with X-Men, but like, they they couldn't because there's just X-Men is too heavy of a presence. But they definitely toned down X-Men mm-hmm. during that time. And they were trying to replace them with the Inhumans. Oh yeah, and for a while they did. Yeah. That's if. <laughs> Like the Inhumans can Inhumans be but they're not. A, they're in no way a replacement for the X Men. I mean, I like Kamala. She's yeah. an Inhuman, but like that's about as far as my interest so goes. I have seen the show, the really bad show, and I watched every single episode of it, which luckily was only eight. Um, and like, I heard what they did to yeah, Medusa. Yeah, yeah, that was. They just took away, they shaved her head and took away her only power in the first episode, which was the Mm -hmm. stupidest thing. Um, But I did, I enjoyed Black Bolt for the most part. He was, he was good. And I I would be interested in the character if he was done better. And there's a rumor that the royal family might be involved in the Miss Marvel show. Because they kind of need they kind of need that to introduce the concept of Inhumans outside of the of the Marvel Television side of things, which may or may not be canon. Who knows? So, we'll see how they handle that. My, my what what I think they're gonna do is they're gonna have like the TV shows like be canon, but they're gonna ignore them. Like they're not gonna like make any major plot points come out of them, and they'll explain anything they would need to. Is gonna be my guess. But I think they're also gonna just scrap the Inhumans TV show and be like, no, that's not canon anymore at all, because it was bad. The one good thing that came out of um, the the Inhumans show was that the showrunner left Iron Fist to Inhumans, and I heard that season two having a different showrunner, season two of Iron Fist, was way better. So, but I haven't seen it, so I can't confirm that. Oh, cool! Yeah, let's incapacitate the the only woman. So she can't do anything. That's, uh... Oh, boy. Not a big difference, if you ask me, because they weren't having her do anything to begin with. They just need an excuse to not have her do anything else. get creative with her force field abilities she is theoretically the most powerful of the four 
Well, that's what I like about like none of them are like super powerful on their own. You know, they each have like one basic power. Mm -hmm. I mean, Sue has two, but. And like they really, they need to be a team because they don't really. None of them are really powerful enough to get anything done on their own, except right here when you just give one of them all the powers. Mm -hmm. To you know, to sell toys. <laughs> so soulless yeah. that's the thing not only so this scene with, with Johnny fighting Doom like not only have they been downplaying Sue this entire time and not letting her do anything. But even when he has all the mm -hmm. powers, he rarely even uses the power he got from her. I don't think he's done a single yeah. force field yet. He's just turned invisible a couple times. Like... The force fields are so useful. You can, like... You can do... You can use them both offensively and defensively. And they're not taking advantage of of that like at all. And clearly, they know you can use them offensively, be, or because um, they did the thing where they tried to squish oh, yeah, yeah. Reed earlier. God, I wish I could forget that. <laughs> I wish I could forget this whole movie. <laughs> like what is there to say? That expression looks so fake. I'm not buying that a single one of these these people acting cares oh, about this not. project. No this is one hundred percent contractually obligated. Mm-hmm. Now, the first movie, I could believe that they cared. <laughs> this one, they signed a contract, and they're like, dang it, we gotta do another one. <laughs> what was he doing with yeah, those faces there? <laughs> This is so yeah. uncomfortable. Just the fact they're not even like explaining what's happening, like we can kind of tell what he's doing, but
I don't feel like an arc actually happened with him, but I feel like they want me yeah. to feel like he like had one, one did happen. Change sort of, except like they were also like, well, he's all been the same the whole time or whatever. Like I don't know. He didn't put any effort into it whatsoever. <laughs> Like, this moment should be cool, watching Human Torch and Silver Surfer, like, team up like that. But I didn't feel anything. Mm -hmm. Like, that should have been cool, but it wasn't. It's because it has no exactly. character weight. That's exactly why. I remember playing... The DS <laughs> game for this movie. <laughs> and then even the DS tie-in game like had some actual Fantastic Four villains, and you know, actually showed Galactus. Oh, and then, yeah, also to believe that Silver Surfer is even capable of killing Galactus. Like, what? Yeah. First of all, that's always been a... It's always Absolutely been a thing not. that, like, Galactus gives his heralds their power and he can take it away just as easily. Like, he, he's always threatening uh -huh. his heralds to take away their power if they step out of line. Yep. So Galactus wouldn't let yep. this happen. He would just take away <laughs> Norrin's power. And be done with it. Do they even say his I, name is Norn at one point in this movie? Like once. I I don't remember hearing them say, "My name is Norn Rad." I think she she asked him Not his once. name. I know that. I don't know if he answered. Did she? Her. I know he didn't answer her immediately. And like that, I feel nothing. What is with this stupid expression on Ben's face? Like, he hasn't changed it at all. Well, boy, he gave his life to save us. But, like, he wasn't a character. He was our friend was a friend we made along the way. Seriously, nothing happened in this movie. I don't even remember it being this bad, yeah. like, at all. I like that. I like that little interaction. Yeah. Okay, you know what? They actually like kind of got the sibling chemistry right right there when they like ran to hug each other. We didn't get that earlier in the film during their sibling moment, but at least we kind of got it here. It still does feel right. I think the only reason it doesn't feel right is because it's inconsistent with the rest of the film. 
What? <laughs> oh, at least it's, they still got the same guy. <laughs> oh boy. There's the silver lining. Remember all the jokes we made about this guy? Yeah. That man alone deserves a better film. <laughs> I hope he has a film career let's still. Let's maybe we can even find out what this guy's name is. All right, let's look up Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who? Oh my God! It was Doug Jones was the was the physical guy for Silver Surfer. That's awesome. Like, he plays, like, a ton of, like, monster characters. Um, Priest, uh, Brian Poshead. Poshead? Um, he was in Surf's Up. He Dude. Was, he was He's a in, relic. Uh, the Captain Underpants movie. Who was he uh, in that? I don't know, probably just like a background character. Because here's the thing, on Letterboxd, he doesn't even have like a like a picture under his name. So. Wait, what, what's this guy's name? Posen? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. P-O-S-E-H-N. Um, he was in one of the Scooby-Doo movies. I'm about to become... He was in Reanimated. Dude... I'm about to Apparently he's a stand-up comedian. <laughs> because I'm seeing some stand-up specials. Is he? Huh. Weird. Oh. Wow, the cliffhanger. He might still be alive. But who cares? Because there's not another one. So that was Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Um, oh boy. What uh, so it's over. Thank God. Yep. Uh, what, what do we have to say about this movie? It's it, pretty that bad. Just barely hits its hour thirty uh, mark. It's it's not good, but I was I was at least pleasantly surprised that I was able to find a few good moments here and there that I liked. 
It's very clear no one involved really cared very about true. the project. Very, very, very true. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like we should talk like through the credits, but there's like three minutes of credits left, and I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't. I don't know what to say right now. Wow, there's a lot of words on the screen. Um, compared to the other Fantastic Four movies, it's not the worst. It's not the worst Fantastic Four movie. Which, actually, now that I say that, makes me sad. <laughs> it's sad that there are worse <laughs> Fantastic Four movies than this. Um... Last time... You see, the, the, the movies... Last time I saw this was, like, right after I'd seen Fantastic Four 2015, which definitely painted this in a better light for me. But seeing it now, mm. so long after that... Yeah, not good. Uh, I remember the... the uh, what was it? 2014 Fantastic 2015? Four movie? Um, 2015. Fant, Fant Four Stick. That that one, they had like a deal with. I think it was it was either IHOP or Denny's. <laughs> there was an ad with that version of the thing, and it oh, was just yeah. depressing. I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was one Denny's. I do remember from that movie. That was just. Just like almost like if I wasn't on a plane, I probably would have been laughing out loud at it, not in a good way. Was there's a moment where Reed fights Ben, and like Ben just kind of gives him like a really wimpy headbutt, and then the screen cuts to black. <laughs> it's like first of all, that should have done nothing to Reed because stretching powers. I'll be real, I remember, like, nothing from that movie. Second of all, he barely hit him anyway. <laughs> I remember the Denny's ad way more than the actual movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so my... I, so you know what? They, they, talking to the credits, we're just, we're just going to complain about a different Fantastic Four movie now. Because at least, to me, it was more memorable than this one that I just watched. Um, they spend half the movie trying to get their power, like, building up to getting their powers, and then they get their powers, and they just cut to a year later after they've all figured out how to use them. Like, they just skip over what should be the most interesting part of, like, a Fantastic Four origin story, or, like, any superhero's origin story. Figuring out their powers should be the most interesting part of an origin story. And they just skipped over it after making us wait half of the film's runtime to get to that point. They skip over it. I remember when the first trailer for that one came out and people were like, act, there were actually people excited. <laughs> <sighs> I just, oh boy. Well, it looks like we, we ran out the, the, the runtime. We did. We ran out the runtime, which means we can officially end this episode. Um, if you made it all the way through this horrible film, uh, we'd like to thank you for joining us. Um, if you want to find us 
on our social media. I am at crystal underscore underscore rivers on both Twitter and Twitch. On Twitch, I try to stream every Tuesday and Saturday. Um, Eden, you can find at Brave Benevolent on Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to support this podcast, uh, you can find on our anchor.fm. There's a little support button where you can make a, a monthly contribution, or you can just leave us a voice message and we might play it on a normal episode. Um, so yeah, thank you again for joining us and, uh, goodbye.